Welcome back, Bears, Brews, and the Bros. This is your boy, Smoking Jay, in the house with Fantasy Renegade, Doc PLC, Fantasy Sweetness. And today, we got the bold prediction episodes. And of course, we had to bring on a special guest, my guy, the homie, all the way from Cali to the shy, Bogart Scott Free of the GMM Network. Bogart. And let them know where they could find you and then kick hey, first bold prediction. Check this out. So you could go ahead and follow me at the GMM Network on Twitter and IG. If you want to, you know, you know, get more in tune to the madness, you can also follow me on IG at Bogard Scott Free World. And you'll definitely subscribe to me on, or us, I should say, on YouTube slash the GMM Network. YouTube, give me money. First bold prediction. All right. This one, I'm going to do a little bit of explaining, right? So bear with me, the bros. First of all, the bros, pleasure to meet y'all. Been, been yes, waiting, yes, been waiting. It was a long waiting list, you know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> I was happy to wait on it, you know what I'm saying? Because this one is going to be epic, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. as, as advertised. Okay, so now check this out. My first bold prediction. Actually, let me take a sip. <laughs> make him wait yes we got to build a little more suspense my first bold prediction for the dallas cowboys in the 2020 nfl season andy dalton and tony pollard will be starting week one the red oh. rifle the, oh. the, the gingerest of them all <laughs> okay <laughs> now and the tony pollardest of them all fuck it we're going with that. We're going with it. All right. So now let me explain. First, I want to get into Dak. Dak Prescott, he's looking for that contract. I had this theory that Jerry Jones wasn't going to pay him because he's a black man in America, right? But then I really thought about it. I was like, wait a second. He, Jerry Jones loves all life. He loves all minorities, all colors. I've never seen him be discriminative at all. And he's put, he's put deals on the table. So I said, why in the fuck did Dak not sign this shit? Then to counteract that, they went ahead and took his leverage away and signed Annie Dalton, the gingerest of them all. You know what I'm saying? Now, with all that said, I have this theory. And mind you, this is the bogey. Now we're entering the bogey conspiracy theory, right? Do you guys remember? Let's, let's remember with me. Remember with me, guys. The bros. Dak Prescott was injured last season, right? At the end of the year. And he was getting the cortisone shots, all that shit, right? But in the offseason, we're living in a time in COVID where doctors can't even see motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? True. So yep. wouldn't this be a time? that you might even be able to hide a significant injury. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, and according to the bogey conspiracy theory, maybe Dak is actually housing or nursing, whatever have you, a legitimate shoulder injury in his throwing arm. Commonly, you know, a, a partially torn labrum. Remember they were, they were calling it a, a, a AC joint sprain, right? I do remember I, that. I could remember. Guys like Andrew Luck, guys like Cam Newton, who were on 
their, their existing contracts and played through a season with these same injuries and then got their contract, signed that bitch, ah, and then <laughs> went ahead and got, it was like, hey, surprise, got to get a surgery or a procedure, whatever have you, still same shit. Now, is it far-fetched to say that Dak Prescott might be doing the same thing? Because why wouldn't he not sign this, this franchise tag? Obviously, it could be his agent involved. Maybe his agent is like, we can just milk this thing. Or maybe they're like, get this goddamn contract in order for you to be insured. That way, you can go ahead, sign the joint, ah, then get the goddamn procedure. Like, hey, surprise, guys. Got to get a procedure, right? First of all, we've seen plenty of workouts from all the quarterbacks in quarantine. Have you seen any workouts from Dak? No. You know Dak is a frontierman. He be chopping wood for real, like firewood. He does all this shit. He's a woodsman. We ain't seen none of that shit because maybe he's actually housing this legit injury. Now, with that said, would you sign the franchise tag or play under the franchise tag and then possibly injure yourself further and then significantly drop your market value? I'm pretty sure you wouldn't. And you know that bag. Exactly. And you know, Uncle Jerry is putting deals on the table. Uncle Jerry is actually thinking about him in the shower. Y'all remember that? <laughs> he's thinking about him and, and Dez and all these guys. He's thinking about him in the shower, bro. Like, he's trying to give this man a bag. You know what I'm saying? Dak Prescott is yelling, Cowboys, give me money. But we haven't seen it yet. So maybe he – now, now let's, let's go ahead and go on, to, go on to Zeke. Zeke, unfortunately, has the COVID. And before I say this, anybody that has the COVID, man, shit, man, speedy recovery, all that shit. Now, let's get back to it. I personally know an individual, one of my good friends, one of my good buddies, his mother had the COVID. God bless all our mothers, first of all, right? But his mother had the COVID and she was under that joint for a month and a half in the hospital. So I'm going to use this as an example, unfortunately. I'm using it as an example because if – so say Zeke has this joint for a month and a half, right? And then he gets over it, right? Then you got to go into immediate, what, 14-day quarantine? I've also heard 21 days, you know, 21 days. I've heard a month. I've heard – there's so much misinformation. Who the fuck knows? Let's just say two months. Let's just say – two months from now, right? So is it crazy to say that we can go into training camp, which is around the corner, and we'll see the team ones will consist of Andy Dalton, the gingerest of them all, under center, with the goddamn Tony Pollard, the Pollarders of them all, right? That's kind of <laughs> that, right? But then you get into week one, and they're the starters. Dak Prescott will be significantly behind the ball with this new uh, coaching staff there. Granted, it is still Kellen Moore, but still, come on. It's, you, McCarthy's going to run a different ship no matter what, even though it's the same coordinator, no matter what, regardless. You, you got to get acclimated as a starting quarterback. And if my theory, the Bogard theory, is true, and he is housing an injury, and the deal isn't on the table that he agrees with, he will hold out. 
because he will not play foolishly on the franchise tag and for further injure himself. And then Tony Pollard will damn near start week one because of quarantine after the fact of a goddamn COVID-19 for Zeke. Ooh, hey man, I'm 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 all about conspiracies, man. And, and you talk about conspiracies, all that, whatever. That's some crazy shit right there, Andy. <laughs> it's kind of insane, Tony, right? Tony Pollard to start week one, and your the, reason the Pollard is it, of them all. It's crazy. It's crazy, but hey, you know this is bold predictions. This is bold predictions for a reason. We're gonna go in crazy. I, I don't I don't mind that bold prediction at all. Is it out of the realm of possibilities? I don't think so. I can see that happening. That may be a bold prediction, but he sold it really well. That's all I'm saying. You know what's crazy <laughs> is, is I was telling I was telling John, uh, Smokey, I was telling him, I was like, man, like the way I'm finna sell it, it might not sound so bold. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, right it sounds possible as fuck when you start talking about training camp, the fact that Zeke has COVID, uh, the, the contract and the whole injury theory is fucking ridiculous, but I love it. It makes you think about shit. So, um, yeah, like I said, you sold it to the point where it's, like, possible, bro. I'm glad I popped it off with that one first then. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's a nice way to kick it off for sure. Let's go with the second one, Doc. Okay. So, my bold prediction, I'm just going to say what it is, that the NFL season is either going to be shortened or canceled. Ooh. I am praying that this does not happen because I love the NFL. I love fantasy football. It represents a big portion of my life. <laughs> you ain't lying, Doc. It's what however, the doc prescribed. It's, it's what the doc prescribes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> however, we got Anthony Fauci out there. He's saying everything needs to be in a bubble. The NFL comes back and says, no, guys, we're good. We're just going to do things our way. And now you get reports coming out with the Dallas Cowgirls having some COVID cases. You get some reports saying that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have some COVID cases. Mm. And then... Even my Niners, bro. Right. Mm. It's just every team is having some issues right now. And so I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities for the NFL to just say, we got money, we can forfeit a season. I really don't want that to happen. Then let's just say they say, let's start the season. We're going to take precautions. We're doing no fans. And they go and they start the season and they play as usual, just no fans. Then we get to November, December, that's flu season. They're also expecting the coronavirus, oh, COVID-19. Imagine they just have a regular flu. They'll go... To you know what I'm saying? They'll go to the hospital tripping and they might be exposed to actual COVIDs and it's just, oh my God, oh no, mama see, no. See, so it's so not only <laughs> so not only is it flu season, but they're also predicting, the predictions say that the coronavirus is gonna have another round. And so, you know, if you get the flu, are you more susceptible to catch the coronavirus? I don't know, but mm. your immune system's weakened. So yeah. It, it sets up issues and that way so we're in november december week 12 or 13 and let's just say a few guys in every locker room catches it what's to stop them from just saying guys we got to shut this down it's not worth risking uh, risking damn. the team 
You're bringing this whole show down. <laughs> You're the one who's put at number two on the can show sheet. Can I chime sheet. in? Can I we chime in? We should have had this last on the show sheet. No, I got last because my bold prediction is the best prediction. But go ahead, Doc. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Bogard, Bogard, you want to chime okay. in? Go ahead. So I am not a doctor, nor do I play one on television, right? I just play one on a podcast. I do want to say, right? I do want to say this frightens me because my lady is a nurse. She is a Filipina, right? And we all know. Shout out the Filipina women. Right? They're all, they're all, that, 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 they all work in the hospitals and shit like that, right? And like, Mine's a God, cook. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a safe bet though, right? Like if, if I was to take the over on like Filipinas in a hospital, <laughs> Bro, give me money. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I will say this. Like, this shit is real. And unfortunately, with the circumstances of the world showing its, uh, for real, the world, like, you know, that we live in, showing its racist face as it does, you know, we had, you know, we as, as people that support Black Lives Matter, and we as people who are just representatives of the human family, bro, the 12 tribes from the West African uh, 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 continent, bro. Like we were all out there in the goddamn protests, riots, et cetera. And like, I was expecting the numbers to spike up. And I was like, why aren't we seeing these numbers spike up? But because we don't see the clicks, the clicks are on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 those situations, not on what's going on with COVID. And then COVID pops up. It's like, hey, remember me? I ain't never left. And now all these players got it, and it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? It's on some fuck shit. Now, with all, with all that said. It's a, it's, a, it's a possibility without a doubt. And it's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. We want to we wanna lean on the NFL to distract us, to help us through these tough times like you brought up you know, Black Lives Matter movement, everything that's going on in this world, but the COVID-19 as well. Just this whole year, honestly, it's been, it's been really tough for, for, for everybody. And, and we are looking for an outlet, um, but, but at the same time, we're still trying to fight that fight. So okay. here's one more thing I got. Here's a good Bogart theory. And I actually bounced, you know, and I talked to, I talked to my man Smokey J on a regular, right? And I told him, I said, how about this? If I was to run for, if I was to campaign for commissioner, I would say, if Bogard Scott Free was your commissioner of the NFL, we would not, only, we would not have 52-man rosters. We would have 60 to 65-man rosters to compensate for the fact that corona is real. And if, and if big business still pushing the issue to have NFL, maybe we'll have deeper rosters. Maybe we'll fly out everybody individually as far as, far as positional. We'll got the goddamn private plane. These, you know, these owners are billion, these billionaire owners. They got it. Maybe we'll got a goddamn receiver plane. Bam. The goddamn quarterbacks plane. Bam. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. They're gonna do. They're gonna do whatever they can to make sure this season uh, kicks off, and they're gonna try. Yeah. Or they complete the season. So I, I agree with you. Doc, um, for the sake of the argument, just so we could keep this shit going, I'm going to hope you're wrong. We all do. I and mean, I'm pretty sure you hope you're wrong. Oh, you're I, I wrong definitely well. hope I'm wrong. But I just... is it a possibility? Like, we, we'd be idiots if we said it's not a possibility. But we definitely got to keep it moving. 
Um, Renegade Sweetness, did you want you guys wanted to touch on this first, or do you want to just let Renegade go ahead with the next one? No, I just um, wanted to say one thing real quick. There's the reports that there were more than 10 teams that had players or personnel already affected by COVID-19 in NFL. That's more damn. than 10 teams. And that number is only going to go up from here. So, Yeah, they are, the NFL also told the players not to practice with uh, other players in the NFL as well, just to stay to your own team, not to have any joint practices. It's going to be like the new yeah, prejudice, bro. It's going to be like the new prejudice. Oh, he had corona. Don't touch him, dog. Like, bro. <laughs> All right, well, let me, let's go. Let's get this uh, fantasy uh, shit talking. My uh, bold prediction is OBJ finishing top six in uh, wide receiver fantasy football. Love that. That's my boy. Everybody know. If you don't know now, uh, that's my favorite wide receiver. He, he is a dog. The man, let me tell you the numbers from last year. He had 133 targets, 74 receptions, 1,000. And 35 yards, four touchdowns. I I expect in the second year to progress, you know, just like Landry did in his first year. He had 81 receptions, under 1,000 yards with 976. And the same as Odell, four touchdowns. In the second year, he had 83 receptions, 1,174 yards, and six touchdowns. So his numbers spiked up the next year. Um, it could be, too, the fact that Odell was there, and um, this year it could hey, be the same. He was price playing hurt, too. He was playing yeah, hurt. Yeah, yep. And uh, to Bogart's um, – uh, to stand uh, that he had a core core surgery to uh, repair his hip and groin injury. He played with last um, last last season. He feels better, stronger, faster. And then on top of that, Baker Mayfield he only completed fifty nine percent of his passes, and then he only completed fifty five percent of the passes aimed at Odell Beckham. So in the second year, I was just yeah, and the Baker second, was so trash behind that trash. Exactly. Line. The exactly. offensive line was garbage. I drafted yeah. 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 him. I know, I know how garbage that dude was. He, he was, was overthrowing. It was his sophomore year. It was his sophomore year, and, and um, Freddie Kitchens, he gave a, a too long of a leash to Breaking Mayfield in the second year. Under Stefanski, I, I, I expect him to get him under wraps, to make him run the ball, run the ball. And when you know, everybody knows here, when you run the ball, it opens it up wide. Play action, fake, slants, every, everything quick for Odell to hit. That everything shit. in favor of Odell. Uh, Adam Thielen, uh, Stefan Diggs are two names that uh, thrived in this offense under Stefanski, a thousand yards. And you say those three names, you give me Odell every time. I'm picking Odell every time. Um, another thing to the fact, uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, Kirk Cousins had his best year under Stefanski, had his best numbers, less uh, his interception to TD ratio is one of the best in his career. Yes. Uh, under Stefanski as well. Great. So I expect Baker Mayfield's numbers to go up. Everybody say he's trash, but Stefanski's going to put this man under wraps, a short leash, and he's going to make him uh, run that ball and operate, hit the progressions, ones, two, and three. And um, I, I believe Odell Beckham's going to be open a lot. I'm, so um, I'm, I'm going to start calling you greatness. That? <laughs> that was a another, great take. Uh, another one is, too, I looked, I actually looked at Odell Beckham's, uh, his schedule. I wanted to see what it looked like. And um, out of the 16 games, I only see about six that are have tough uh, opponents. Let me Quarters. read it off to Quarters. you. First yeah. first is Baltimore. It's, that's a nice test, first of all, to see what yep. Odell Jimmy, Jimmy Okay, Smith. then you give me Cincinnati right after. Then Washington. Then Dallas. Horrible defenses. He should do his thing. Then um, Indy, Indy comes into play. I, I believe he still could ball out against Indy. Yep. Um, then Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, then the Raiders, a bye week. Then you go to Houston, Philly, Jacksonville. Then you see Tennessee, which is kind of good. But, you know, I, I, I see that a shootout as well. 
you go to the first week of the playoffs is against Baltimore. If you get through that, the next game is to the championship. That's against the Giants. And then the championship game is the Jets. Give me that fucking schedule all day. He is going to eat. He is going to eat. There was five games in that whole schedule, five games that I was worried about. The rest of the way, that sounds nice. And and he's going to eat. got to remember, Kitchens was a fucking bum. How many times did he give Nick Chubb the ball and was not creative with the line? Although Beckham, everything's going to be opened up behind this run game. We saw in Minnesota, like to your point, with Thielen and Diggs, it's going to happen in Cleveland. The Browns are going to be who they were supposed to be last year with great coaching staff behind them. So I, I actually, I like that call, bro. Good shit. Wait yeah, a that's, fucking guy. Jay, despite go, everybody baby. fucking trying to talk shit to you. That's my boy. There you go, greatness. I don't see, renegade for the reason. I don't see that out of the realm of possibility that OBJ finishes number six. Is there a reason why he went with number six? Because number six stands out to me. I just want to know how. Because that's very well, I mean, it's very accurate. If you go to top six, I mean, the, yeah. the, the top five, the top five is argue is real hard to go. So I said six just to have an extra guy because some somebody could come out of nowhere and get that top five out of nowhere that wasn't in the top ten. So why can't I be OBJ? Odell, and I seen Odell come, you know, from the dead and come up. It, the only thing that stopped Odell was injury. And when 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 he says he's bigger, faster, and stronger, I believe him. Nothing stopped him. He has some quarterback play. Sweetness on the same <laughs> channel. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm no dead ass though because I just feel like that's not outside of the realm of possibility. But one guy that everybody seems to forget about is Jarvis Landry. Since 2015, he hasn't had a worse start than wide receiver 18. Last year in 2019. He played with a bad hip he just had surgery for. So he was playing through injury, too. Everybody, nobody talks about that. It's easily overlooked because OBJ's name is OBJ. And, but, in, this, in this Stefan Dig, I mean, in the Stefanski system, yeah, too. he will be the Stefan Dig. They're going to thrive. Yeah, they're going to thrive off each other. That's my point. Uh, OBJ never had a number two like that. He could be a number two or number, like you're saying, OBJ. Uh, uh, Landry could be the number one. OBJ could be the number two. Give me OBJ as the number two all fucking day, and he's gonna eat. If they double Landry and leave OBJ one on one, they won't do that though. They're not gonna do that. And OBJ, oh, oh, we seen it when Bill Belichick put three guys on OBJ. What did he do? Still burned them over the top for a touchdown. Let's be honest. OBJ loves three guys. You know, hey, come on. You can put three guys on this man. He'll still beat the coverage. (laughs) Once he's healthy, it's a wrap. (laughs) <laughs> hey yo hey hey all right my boy, juice, my boy juice as far as adp goes um i think you're getting way more value out there in the later rounds yeah bro i mean he finished as a wide receiver one last year uh, him and obj played all 16 games yes yeah, so. i mean jarvis landry's numbers to Odell beckham's it wasn't that great he only had two more touchdowns about 100 more yards and 10 more receptions. So you know what I like? Odell does more with less. Out of everything everything you said, Renegade, what what caught my my ears the most was the targets. Me, greatness. Greatness. Ratio. You know what I'm saying? The targets versus ratio, that's got to improve, bro. That was almost a two for one. Almost. I think you said 55%. 55%. Bro, that's gotta that's gotta improve. There's no yeah. like all the shows on the himself. offensive line and the improvements they made with coaching. That's only a benefit, bro. So I love the fact that you went with it. Fuck it, man. Give me OBJ. I'll take him where he's going right now. He's got that potential. We already know. 
That's and the next I love, I love the. Oh, I have one more thing. I when? love the fact that he pointed, like my man, greatness. He pointed out the fact that because I am, a, I am, I do acclimate for the pass. I mean, the run opens up the pass more yes. than the pass opens up the run. You know what I mean, and we remember Diggs in that same system. Remember how hot people were at Diggs? Because Diggs was always like, and I call Diggs the poor man's Antonio Brown. But we seen how hot people it were at route running. Yes, yeah. exactly. When he asked for the ball and he got it, he balled out. When he, bro, yeah. bro. Hey, he got that ball and he balled out. And, bro, like that's going to be his role. That's going to be OBJ's role. Man. Go ahead, smoke. Uh, yeah. Let me let me let me get it going with the next bull prediction. We got at number four. I got the New York Jets winning the AFC East. Yes. Woo-hoo. Go bold or go home, baby. Oh. I was thinking yes. about talking about this the Dolphins. Me. This surprised me. I was thinking me. about the Dolphins, but you know what? I would not be surprised if the Dolphins won the AFC East. The improvements they made with their coaching on offense and their defense and their rookie. I love it. So I had to go with the Jets, but there's a method behind my madness. I fucking hate Adam Gase. Googly <laughs> Adam Gase could go fucking kick rocks. He's a POS piece of shit. I don't like yeah. to believe that he's ruined Sam Darnold. He's taken him to a, a, a whole other give him mono. <laughs> that's beneath him. <laughs> and I know that Jamal Adams trade rumors are out there. And guess what? They're not going to trade him away for nothing. They're going to get but, a haul. But ima- imagine him, bro. The, one of the rumors that I heard was that the Dallas Cowboys are going to try to get him, and they're going to try to offer Amari Cooper. So if they get Amari Cooper wow. in New York, that's, that's too much. going to help Sam Darnold. But would you guys do that? Wait, wait. Would you guys do that? Would you guys do that real quick? Yes. They just got CD. Uh, yes. Hold on. My, yes. Niner, my, Niners, my Niners should do it. No, I was talking about the Cowboys. <laughs> I, I said, no, you said your I'm Niners. <laughs> my Niners should do it. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, Debo Samuel's going to come back, though. Don't trip. You guys are going to be straight. No, listen, we're not going to offer no goddamn receiver. I just – we'll offer it all. (laughs) Look, I just want – I want Jimmy Jones. Well, you guys guys are the master trade rape artists. Uh, Shout out to (laughs) – Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that after show. But look, okay, the Jets. Adam Gase, Sam Donald's going to come out. They might win their first couple of games. But then they're going to lose like two or three in a row. Adam Gase is already on a hot seat. He's going to get fired. Sam Darnold's going to turn it the fuck up. The playbook's going to open up. The Jets team is going to play the way they're supposed to. That AFC West is, or excuse me, the AFC East, now with Tom Brady gone, is wide open. I believe the New York Jets are going to take it. They're going to win that division. Shout out, turn up the Jets. Let's go, baby. New York Jets, AFC champs. Shout out to my man, turn up the Jets. And I will say this, I love Sam Darnold. I'm a Darnold Schwarzenegger truther. <laughs> Shout out to my man, the Terminator. Oh, oh, just get away from the Mono T-1000. Get away from the goddamn. Hey, Fornicator, I got a question. Uh, you, how, do, how do you view the Buffalo Bills? You know, you don't like them, or I love, I love the Buffalo. I love the Bills. Bills. I love the Buffalo Bills, but I wanted to go bold. I wanted to go bold. I got you. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, Josh, Josh Allen is a great. Is I like him. I like his potential on that team. But I just wanted to go bold. I wanted to pivot. Like I said, the Dolphins yeah. are surprised. So me. what's your what's your record for the Jets? What what you got them? I got them at ten wins. Ten wins. Ten ten and six. Then? I love it. Ten and six. Ten and six. Hey, you know what, too? I you know you know how I feel, Smokey. 
They got an extra man. playoff spot too now. My yeah, man, yep. Josh, I check People this out. People can't forget that. Check this out, Renegade, a.k.a. Great, greatness, right? <laughs> check this out. My man, Josh Allen the Stallion, the white Cam Newton himself, right? <laughs> I love him, but he's not smart. He's an idiot. He legit got trapped in a goddamn revolving door. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that says a lot to me. You know what I mean? You might be great on the field. Is that a true story? Yes. Yeah, someone go look it up. I mean, if not, <laughs> my version's better. <laughs> if not, my, there, like he was on the way to the combine and he in Indy and at the hotel he got he got trapped in the fucking revolving door. And like, bro, I use this all day to 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 paint the fact that. His football IQ is cool, but just as a human being, a fucking idiot. Let's remember, <laughs> let's remember, he was the guy who busted a lateral against the Houston Texans in the playoffs when it was like in the third quarter. It wasn't even like time to lateral. Y'all remember that? Yeah. I do recall yeah. that play. Yeah. It was a it was yeah. a forward pass, wasn't it? Ah, my version's better. But y'all, yeah. <laughs> he was breaking the pocket, and he lateraled when a, when a defender was busting on his ass. My ver- and if not, my version's better. I got you. Yeah. All right, sweetness, you got the next one, Brody. Yeah, get it. I've been fucking rocking with the black and silver <laughs> motherfucking Raiders. Yeah, bro. Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, the addition of uh, Henry Ruggs, my boy Hunter Renfro, underrated as shit. Darren Waller. The white boy. I love Hunter Renfro. I got the shout out, shout out Darren Waller, sweetness. Shout, shout out Darren Waller. Oh, yeah. Big ball. Friend of the show. Friend let's of the not show. Forget, let's not forget Renfro was uh Deshaun Watson's favorite target in Clemson. His safety. Not Renfro, I said Waller. Um, so yeah, that's just <laughs> that's just in his credit. But John Gruden, I mean, these motherfuckers are on the hottest seat. They just moved to Vegas. They're expected to do great things. I think the setting's gonna give them fucking amp, bro. They're gonna fucking go hard. As long as you can fucking score with the Chiefs, you can beat the Chiefs. It's been proven before. So I don't really care about anyone else in that division. I got them sitting at 11 and 5. That's so bold. I love it. First yeah, that's, that's, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. That <laughs> fucking offense is going to torch so many people. Their defense is, you know what I'm saying? It ain't shit to talk about. I'm going straight with the Raiders. I'm drafting a lot of their guys on my, on my fantasy teams as far as Josh Jacobs, uh, Darren Waller. Hunter Renfro's going undrafted. I'm taking them all day. Henry Ruggs, give me some of that shit. I'm, I'm taking a lot of fucking Raiders for good reason. They're going to fucking boom and um just don't fucking... They're all grinders? Yeah. And, <laughs> they, and they, they fucking moved to Vegas. They're going to get this money, bro. They're going to get this fucking money. Hey, sweetness, I, I fucking love you, but they're not going to do this. <laughs> yes, thank you. Hey, go bold they're not going to... I love you. you you're, bold, you're bold as fuck. I love you. You're my guy, and I support you 100%, just not on this one. It's not... <laughs> the, it's not all the, hey, it's if Kansas... Hey, Patrick Mahomes got hurt last year, came back and still won a Super Bowl. I mean, you can't get... Uh, you can't say no more. Great, I, great. I, I love it. Yes. I, if they make... If they make... They, they might make the playoffs. They could win it through there. That's the route I would have went. I don't think they're going to beat Kansas City. For That's the, a safe route, baby. Uh, 11 and 5. Hey, I love the bonus. I love the bonus. I love, I the, bonus. love the bonus. Really bold. There's it's no like, defense there. If they had like defense, A1 I would win with you. I like it, though. Like A1 sauce. It hits you right there. You know what I mean? 
You had me thinking. You had me thinking real, real good though. That was that was. I'm almost sold on that shit because uh, uh, Derek Carr was MVP conversation before he got hurt, so I could see him coming back to that event. And then since then, he's been an afterthought. You know what? I, I want to throw. I want to throw a crazy Bogart intangible, <laughs> right? He's a Christian, right? Derek Carr. He's a Christian. <laughs> yep. Matter of fact. Instead of a football, instead uh, of a Tim study, Tebow, yeah, yeah, but not like Tebow because Tebow was just he was he was more polarizing, right? I like but Tebow a lot. What is polarizing with Derek Carr is the fact that instead of being an NFL quarterback, he should have had his own mascara line. Because God damn it, yes, the, the eyeliner, huh? Yes, the eyeliner mascara. <laughs> but he's also a Christian, right? And I love that. I love that. I love that. Going to Vegas, right? Sin City itself, right? <laughs> the, it, I think you might be a little uncomfortable. Also, having one of the most notorious shorter A dot actually fits your narrative. Hey, Bogart, um, uh, the, the Raiders are known for wearing makeup and mascara, though. Be, be, <laughs> yeah. be into that. Like, you got to understand. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Sorry. Uh, shout out to Raider fans, friends of the shows, but you guys wear makeup. Shout out to the black hole. Uh, shout out to the black oh, hole. Hey, listen. Yeah, a little different on this show, but. Uh, hey, Derek Carr is going to be the guy you run into on the strip talking about. Jesus is real, right? You, you know what I'm talking about? You ever go to Vegas or Reno or any of these gambling places, right? There's always that guy handing out these pamphlets like, Jesus is real. That's sweetness. That, <laughs> bro, is that why he loves Derek Carr? Yeah, that's why he loves Derek Carr. It's amazing. Is, is Derek Carr a grinder? Is he a grinder? Yeah, Is he a grinder? I like that. Yeah, all right. But also, though, to fit the narrative, like I said, with the shorter A dot, average depth of target, you got guys like Waller, like the greatness mentioned, like goddamn Henry Ruggs, or, or even Josh Jacobs in the passing game, like they said they were going to do, right? Or, or even um, Hunter Renfro, the gritty white boy, who's hella young but looks like he's 40, you know what I'm saying? All you got to do is put the ball in the hands and let, and let the yak do his thing, you know what I mean? Yep. Oh, yeah. That's all. That's all I want him to do. I think they. I think there's a possibility of their offense being a top five offense in the whole league. So that's where I'm. I, I will take this bet. Ooh. Hell yeah! Let's not Let's take a bet, yeah, little man. No. We'll do. Hey, what's the bet? What's the bet? What's the Bur bet? We'll do burpees. Yeah, that sounds better. All right, I, let's 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 I keep do. it going. I'm, probably, I'm, I'm a Niner. I'm a Niner. I, I can't stand the Raiders. The Bay Area is ours. <laughs> Bogey, you got the next I like one, San Fran. I like San Fran, too. All right. Here we go. We're going more madness. My man, Gardner Minshew the Ginsu, as I like to call him. The mustache mania. I call him the Ginsu because I have a theory that his – he has razor sharp swag that his mustache, he never even cuts it. It's his razor sharp swag does it for him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and my, Smokey J even told me, if you're so about, if you're so about Minshew the Ginsu, 
you better prep for this show like he does for a game. So I legit was butt naked with a goddamn jock strap doing my stretches right before the show. I got, you know what I'm saying? I love, I love your pre-work, pre-workout plan. I do the same yes. thing. Yes, <laughs> right, straight up, right? <laughs> I will say for my second bold prediction, my man Gardner Minshew the Ginsu will finish top five in fantasy. Now, let me explain. You got my man DJ Chark. They Shout drew- out to DJ Chark, man. That's my boy. Yeah. Friend of the show. Yes, friend of the show. Hell yeah. He's not a friend of my show. I'm like, I, I, need, I, need, I need to holler at him. You need to start fucking with the bros, brother. I know, hey, right? Hey, Bogey. I'm, the, I'm a Bogey. bro? Bogey, you're an extension of the bros. If you didn't... Oh, I'm a bro. Now. Well, bro, yes. you're a bro. You heard it here first, bros. For all the bros out there in the world, I'm a bro. Initiation hey. just happened. So we got, we got our man, fellow a friend of the show, DJ Chark. We yes, got... Sir. We even got the likes of uh, D.D. Westbrook, last year's hype. Uh, who what was Buddy? Uh, buddy they drafted? Oh, man. LaVisca Chanel. Chanel. Yes. Shout out to Fornicator. Legit. He knows it all. Oh, he knows it all. That's why. That's why. You know what? Sponsored by Monkey, Monkey Tails. Oh, yeah. Monkey Knife Fight. Give Monkey Knife Fight. Give me money. Give me money. So check this out, right? Then... You brought over also Fournette. We've seen him be a, 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 a feasible pass catcher. They brought in Chris Thompson. Jay Gruden made me a Kirk Cousins believer because Kirk Cousins is a product of Shanahan. They loved him. Then RG3 got, got, him fi- got them fired. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then they brought on Jay Gruden for the Redskins. And Kirk Cousins averaged like 4,500 passing yards. In his peak, in his last year with them, 4,900 passing yards. Now let's go to Gardner Minshew last season with 12 starts, 3,200 passing yards. He was fifth rushing out of all the quarterbacks with like like 344 rushing yards, 22 passing touchdowns. Not a single rushing touchdown, but in in those three years, in those three years that, I, that I'm going to highlight with Kirk Cousins and Jay Gruden, Kirk Cousins had four rushing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns, another four. So he's averaging about four, right? So they're going to call those – they're going to call his number. Well, I like that. I like that. Right? Now, that secondary, yes, they drafted Henderson. Is he going to fix everything? No. They, they have all kind of politics behind the scenes with their front seven, with uh, my man, uh, damn, I can't spell his name or pronounce it. Uh, what's my man that was hot at him, at, at them? Uh, Ngakwe, Ngakwe. Don't ask me to spell his name. I could definitely pronounce it, right? But see, like, so I'm just saying, though, in its entirety, the Bogard theory, that defense will be giving up points. They're going to be chucking that rock a lot. Jay Gruden loves to call the passing plays. Bro, give me – and a lot of their line was hurt last year. They have a lot of high draft capital on their offensive line. If Theoretically, they'll come back healthy. This is great for my man, Gardner Minshew the Ginsu. 
know what I'm saying? Just a goddamn working out in his motherfucking jockstrap, butt naked. You know what I'm saying? Bro, give me Gardner Minshew finishing as a top five fantasy quarterback. Bro, I love him. I got him hey, to um, in the last round of a mock draft. That's where he's going. Woo! Sure. I, was with, I, hey, I was with you on that mock draft. I loved it. I, I, I shout out, shout out to you on that. Oh yeah, I passed the shit out of everybody in that mock draft. <laughs> and and the Ginsu, bro. Imagine stacking the Ginsu with Chark too. Like nobody look at Chark is like what a fifth rounder. Yeah, like about rounder. fifth. You know what I mean? Let's hey, go. Hey, both. I don't know if you've seen that stat that's going up around IG about Kyler Murray and uh, Minshew. Uh, they have around the same stats last year with the passing and uh, uh, passer rating. Okay. And a lot. A yes. lot of people. And a lot of people. A lot of people are starts, taking right? Murray. Yeah, sixteen, 16 games starts, right? started. So okay. So how about this? In twelve yep. games. In twelve games. Like I said, thirty-two hundred yard passing, uh, three hundred forty-four yards rushing, twenty-two uh, touchdowns. Let's let's prorate it. Let's go 16 game pace. That would put him around 4,200 yards passing, right? 458 yards rushing and 29 passing touchdowns. Uh, at that, at, that, at the ADP, that's at the ADP, rookie. yeah, I'm with you on that. At the ADP, you got Murray up here, what, in the fifth, fourth round? And, and then, then tag team him with a guy yeah. who wants to throw the ball religiously. Yeah, the Jags traded all their pieces. I could see that. I could see it. But with I, with Jay Gruden. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to believe it, but I could see it. I'm with well, you. Well, it's bold, right? Go it's bold. It's very bold. I like it. I like yes, it. Sir. Go bold, go home. Yeah. He, he, Jaguars he were, got the talent. He definitely got the talent. I'm looking here. The Jaguars were number 10 in pass, pass plays per game. And with that garbage-ass defense, I think that's going to go up from number 10 to, like, number – Five, six. Say five. Yes, thank you. Five, six. I'm with you on that. That fits my narrative. Hell yeah. We got Gardner Minshew. He was rated number five. The Ginsu. Number five is quarterbacks for deep ball completions. So we know he could sling that ball deep with accuracy. And that's Chark all day. Chark all day, man. Uh, whoever it is, I mean, we saw, uh, we saw Minshew play last year. And this dude just flings that ball all day. He's not scared to make the throws. They, they did bring in Tyler Eifert. I know this is not really going to support my narrative, but Tyler Eifert was drafted to the Bengals when Jay Gruden was the OC. Granted, Tyler Eifert was hurt his rookie season. Then Jay Gruden moved on to the Redskins. Still familiar with the system. Look, the, they, the, the doc I'm, is blow, glowing right now. The doc is glowing. Go ahead, doc. No, he, Hey, you're good, man. I was just listening. It's fantastic. I like Gardner Minshew. I had him on my fantasy team. He uh, filled in in some tough spots. Um, let's let's move it on. Number seven in our uh, bold predictions. I've got Bill Belichick, one of the greatest head coaches in NFL history. Say it again. I already said it. You don't need me to repeat it. <laughs> Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. He's going to pull a fast one on the NFL, and the Patriots are going to tank, get the worst record in the league, get the number one pick in the draft, and draft Trevor Lawrence. Because I don't think in like Stidham, especially when you have a chance to get Trevor Lawrence, Mr. Sunshine, he reminds me of that quarterback from Remember the Titans. <laughs> he does. Exactly. 
it's That's sunshine. It. Just it call it sunshine. sunshine. So the Patriots are going to tank. They're going to get that worst record in the league. That's what Bill Belichick wants. He's going to swallow his pride knowing that he can go from Tom Brady, the GOAT, to Trevor Lawrence and then make him the next great quarterback for the New England Patriots. Uh, I guess I don't have anything else to say. That's just how I see it. That's pretty heavy. Last sweetness, the the defender. That's what we're waiting for. Billy, Billy, bro, he's not fucking doing that. Are you crazy? This guy's a born winner. He's not doing that. He's not about to tank shit. He's going to embarrass the whole league. Uh, opposed to what you said, he's going to embarrass the whole league with a guy that nobody ever heard of before this year. His name's Stidham. Yeah. You mean the preseason GOAT? Yeah, the guy that played really well in preseason. Yeah, that guy. The one that nobody knows about. I mean, I'm a Patriot fan. I don't know who the fuck he is. But um. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> Sweetness is a Patriot fan? I didn't know that. I'm, I'm a, Okay, let me, let me rephrase. I'm a Tom Brady fan. Okay. He's a Patriot I fan. Way, I love the way... Bill Belichick coaches his fucking team, so that made me grow into a little bit of a Patriots fan. But Tom Brady's my dude, first and foremost. Yeah, I just shout out to TV Twelve. I like the way Billy runs the fucking show. That's that's another story though. There's a reason why he's a fucking winner. But uh, I don't, I just don't see that fucking happening, Doc. It's a it's a good ass um it's a good ass bold prediction. Trevor Lawrence, I don't even think he fits their scheme, but we'll see we'll see how that goes. Okay, sweetness, rapid fire, rapid fire. Bold rapid fire bold prediction. Who does who is more successful, Belichick without Brady or Brady without Belichick? Oh, uh, <laughs> Brady without uh, Belichick for sure, no doubt. Okay, cool. no doubt because Belichick cool. Be- Belichick didn't go in there. And yeah, and, Be- and Brady does have all the weapons. Bel- Belichick oh. didn't go in there when he was down twenty eight to three at halftime and win the game for the Patriots. That's true. Did Belichick hold on a second. No, no, no. Wait, let's just stop. Be- this Belichick is going to go won, into a whole Belichick different won thing. Won the championship before Tom Brady. Let's keep this for show. after hours. Let's keep this for okay. after hours because yeah, this yeah, is going to yeah. go into a whole different thing. I'm going to destroy sweetness after hours. All right, let's. Renegade, go ahead, go ahead with the next one, bro. I more friendly to the show. Bear the fuck down. Um, I got I got Khalil Mack winning the defensive MVP. I got the Bears not going top ten, but top five in the fantasy football uh, relevancy. DSCs? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I got them going back in the top, uh, just like 2018, maybe better. The Bears return to the core, the group. Among the top uh, NFL in the, in the last two years, they upgraded several positions, including the pass rush and, and the secondary. Shout out to my man Robert Quinn, even. Let's, hey, let's go. We're going to Robert Quinn. Hey, there's some concerns at the linebacker position, but the Bears' D is uh, strategic. Nah, nah, come on, my Backing man Rose Smith. Come on, Roquan. That, yeah, that, that, that's the inside linebacker, but the outside linebacker. Right, right. You just said that. Yeah, said he, Roquan Swift is the outside linebacker. So, you know, we're gonna. I'm gonna go. Uh, Position base line by line. Let's go with the D line. Uh, arguably the uh, deepest in the group last season. Uh, Akeem Hicks and uh, Billy Nichols they suffered injury last season. Williams, Roy Harris, and uh, underappreciated Eddie, Eddie Goldman stepped in. They did their thing. Oh, yeah. This year we got Hicks coming back. We got Goldman coming back. Nichols, Robeson, Harris coming back. We only lost Nick Williams to the Lions, and we added John Jenkins and uh, Brent Urban. So. To that avail, um, last year they got some work in. They know uh, they know the game. They're getting some snaps in the games that should make them better. And the uh, the snaps are a little longer, and the rotations are a little longer. So um, 
just like Bogard uh, was talking about, we're going to go to the outside linebackers, Michael Floyd. He thrived in the coverage and a run stop, but uh, he rested in getting to the quarterback and hitting that quarterback. So uh, the, the sacks declined every, every year entering the 2016 season and had a career low three sacks last season. So, you know, uh, he was oh, due. Oh, Mac is – he's trucking eight, this year. Eight. Uh, uh, he, he, he was due $13.2 million. We, we could not sign that. Got rid of him. Uh, the Bears upgraded to, like Bogart said, Mike, uh, Robert Quinn and uh, Bartavis yeah. Mingo. So, and Quinn uh, is I a savvy vet. Quinn is a savage. Uh, he had Demarcus Lawrence opposite, opposite of him. He did his thing, and everybody knows Khalil Mack is way better than Lawrence. Lawrence had five sacks last season. Uh, Robert Quinn had 11.5. He did his thing, and uh, I just expect him to eat or open up more things for Khalil Mack. You know, Khalil Mack's that other outside linebacker. We're going to go to the inside linebackers. With, uh, they dominated with um, Roquan Swift and Trevathan. Um, you know, they were – you know, they the man. Uh, uh, they we were dominating, but um, Trevathan got hurt. He had a dislocated elbow. Had a gruesome injury. Roquan Smith, he had his personal issues, and on top of that, he suffered a pectoral tear. So, like, I'm already starting, and half of our defense is hurt. So, you already know next year they're all returning. Um, we lost the uh, the white boy. I forgot what his name was. Nick. Uh, I got his name Ooh. here. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce hold on, it. Hold on, hold on. Smokey nose. Smokey nose. Quality Pudikowski or some shit. Yeah, that's his name. He was great at the was run a, stop. He was, it was a beast a very at the hard run name stop. To spell. It was a very hard <laughs> name. He was a beast. He filled in and he did great. And we had uh, Pierre Lewis as well. We actually lost both of them guys to free agency. That's the oh, that's when I said earlier. The only question we have. Hey, I'm gonna grab a charger inside. real quick, fellas. You good? You good? The, the inside my, linebacker position was the only thing that hurt for the Bears. You know. So we're good there as long as they stay healthy and they come back. And Roquan Smith, he's a young guy, and I expect him to dominate this season. I don't expect him to have them personal issues. We're going to go shoot to the cornerbacks. Uh, We got Kyle Fuller. Everybody knows he's a dog. He's a beast. We uh, took a second-round pick. We drafted Jalen Johnson. I think um, he's going to step in and do good. Uh, You know I wanted uh, Diggs, but I I I like this guy. I've seen tape on him. Uh, we got, actually got 11 cornerbacks, so we're deep in that uh, position. The next deepest to tight end, everybody knows we got so many fucking tight ends, but we're going to move it to the safeties. Um, ha-ha, click, ha-ha, Clint Dix, is, he's gone. Eddie Jackson moved back to his free safety position. If you didn't know, he was Big playing time. strong safety uh, to accommodate to ha-ha, Clint Dixon. You know, there was Bama boys, so he took a backseat to him. He tried to do his thing. Um, he had two interceptions but still has strong play and still made the Pro Bowl no matter the switch to the position. Um, The Bears upgraded with free agent uh, Tashawn Gibson. He's a ball hawk, moving to strong safety. Eddie Jackson, back to free safety. We locked Eddie Jackson up for, what, four or five years? So he got four four years left in his contract. I think he's the top-paid safety, I think, right now. Yeah, he he got money, man. Uh, Jamal... uh, Jamal Adams, he's jealous over there. He needs some money, too. So <laughs> if you don't know what about Tashawn Gibson, uh, he's a strong safety. He, had, uh, he played with the Texans, 51 tackles, uh, 37 solo tackles, three interceptions, one touchdown. Did he play with the Jaguars, too, when they had that bomb-ass defense? Uh, I'm not too sure. Saw, I, 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 think, I think he is, bro. I, I think he did, I, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's a veteran. I like him out there. Um, he's a step up from Ha Ha Clint Dix for me. Uh, 
you know, Haha wasn't he didn't he didn't fit us like oh, he was supposed man. to. He earned his contract, but was somewhere else. Hell of a name. Uh, now. Yeah, Haha. Hell of a name. We, yeah, that's we, a hell of a name. We, we, sure. we shipped his ass out of here. He's a former Packer, so we got him the fuck out yeah. of here. He he didn't even yeah. fit us, so get him the fuck. He out. made y'all drop down in production, even. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I think 19, he dropped. A, I think he dropped a pass, uh, uh, a pick uh, against the Packers. But uh, to my boy, uh, uh, Gobar, uh, Bogard, uh, you shout I like out. It. Robert. Let's go, Gobard. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go hard, uh, Robert Quinn. Your boy, Robert Quinn. Your boy, yeah. Robert Quinn. Eleven and a half sacks. He was a beast across from De uh, Demarcus Lawrence. So. I mean, like I said earlier, you put Khalil Mack there, Khalil Mack's going to beast the fuck out. Um, there were I can't reports, wait. There were reports from the linebacker coach, Ted uh, Monanchino. He said that he's training like he never seen a man train before. He's approaching the offseason with something to prove. Everybody knows they were, they were having that talk last year about Khalil Mack uh, turning it in, you know, turning it down because the, the Bears didn't have a chance. They weren't in playoff uh, contentions. But honestly, if you look at his numbers, uh, Khalil Mack did a little same as his MVP year with, uh, when he went against Aaron Donald. 47 tackles, 47 tackles. Solo tackles, 2018 he had 37. 2019 he had 40. The only thing he took a dip on was the sacks. Uh, 12 and a half, oh, 2018. And uh, 2019, eight and a half. But with Robert Quinn there, I expect him to dominate right there, fellas. And I expect his defense I all say. to – I love Go the ahead. analytics. I love the analytics that the, the bros bring to the table. For everybody that's listening to this shit, beer, uh, bros, or bears, I want hell to flex it. How the hell are you on this show? And you I don't know how to say this show name, Bogey. Listen, you I, got I, I, I actually always call myself Go Bard. That's why I wasn't mad at <laughs> I'm so dyslexic. Listen, <laughs> beers... I did forget Bears Bears and the bros, baby. Bears and the bros. This show right here, this motherfucking show right here is this shit right here. Innovative. It has the analytics-driven narrative as well as the entertainment value and the goddamn, the goddamn long-lasting value, bro. Like this is the one. And the shit talking. We got the shit talking. Oh yeah. And yeah, that's why that. I love, I love the fact that I was willing to wait in the waiting line. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I'll wait my turn. Hey, you one of the best. I, you I, one of the I best. Told, I told the bros from the get, like, hey, I can't. We can't do no regular show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to do something a little bit more creative with you because, you know, I, I've been in tune with your podcast. The bros have been listening to, and we know you like to elaborate a lot, and that's why we brought you on this type of show. So. Turn thank up. You. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely, bro. I'm just going to go here. I've heard a lot of crazy shit about Bogard, but you the truth, brother. Um, uh, did, did, I, did, I, did I fit the bill? Oh, no. you, fit, you fit the fuck out the bill. You heard everything. One of the bros. One of the bros. You come yes. in with some fucking heat, bro. On top of everything, you come in with some real fucking heat about shit. Man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. That's I mean, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm a reflection of who I surround myself with. And if I'm around y'all... That man, I'm just it just makes me greater. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, bro. Universe works the way it does, and we're not gonna fight it. Let's let's get into it. The next one. Bear I'll, down, baby. Bear down, baby. From from the shot to the bay. Let's get it. We're going with Jonathan Taylor is gonna lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns this upcoming year. Yes, 
Jonathan Taylor, rookie, Indianapolis Colts behind that offensive line. Do you want to know why? Because Martin Mack hasn't done shit to this point. He hasn't done anything to secure that job. If he would have, the Colts would have not signed or drafted Jonathan Taylor. I Word. love Jonathan Taylor. What? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Jonathan, no, no, I was going to say word. Like, I'm just, yeah. Jonathan Taylor for sure behind that line. And another thing with the Colts, I don't really see like a receiving option besides, I guess, rookie Michael Pittman Jr. that stands out in that red zone in passing situations. So when they get one inside that 10-yard line, it's not like all these other teams that have that big red zone target. The Colts don't really have that. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on. They this got Paris Campbell. This is a joke. This is a joke. Trey Burton's there. Ah, ah trigger oh, Trey. Trigger, trigger Trey. Uh, yes. Continue, continue, I believe, continue. I can't believe you went there ahead of my boy Jack Doyle. <laughs> listen, but, no, no, no. I was, I was joking around. As I but said, the, 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 the truth, the truth <laughs> is this though. Frank Reich. How many? Frank Reich was people, there with the Eagles. How many people? Who's worried about a Jack Doyle? For real. In a red zone, you're not gonna double him up. You're not going to double up a T.Y. Hilton in the red zone. I mean, I know he gets open in front of that slot guy, but he's not going to be one of those up-and-get-it type of guys. You know what I'm saying? That's why I believe the Colts, they will march down the field and with that offensive line, hand that ball off to Jonathan Taylor, and he's just going to put it. So I love Jonathan Taylor. Yes, he will lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns. That is my bold prediction. Book it. Take it to the Listen, I love everything you just said, Smoking Jay, but this is a Bears show. David Montgomery is having his come-out party this year. Fuck Jonathan Taylor. Bear down. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? You know, hey, shout out to my happens. man, Monty. <laughs> Monty. Excellent. I'm a Monty truther. My, I call him Monty Burns, even. <laughs> we're all, we're all the way. Smoking, smoking. Okay. Can we get a number? Can we get a number on those rushing touchdowns? He's going to punch in 22 rushing touchdowns. He's going to punch in 22 because the Colts, Colts, they're going to be able to move the ball up and down the field without a problem. That's a bold prediction right there. Imagine Phillip Rivers behind a real offensive line for once in his life. Yes. And not only that, Jonathan Taylor, who's a beast out of cottage, just breaking and smashing records left and right. Coming into this situation, well, hey, 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 Smokey, there, tell him what was smoke? What was what was Philip Rivers with the Chargers? He was the greatest. He was the fastest release. Matter of fact, baby, like two point two, like two point five, just pew, flick of the pew, wrist, baby, flick of the right? wrist. And, and of course, he's the fastest release. That's why he has like eleven teen children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love now, that. I love that. Now we can see him five and seven step drop back behind that line, and he can hit off Hilton like you said, hit off all, uh, hit off uh, Garrett Campbell, Jack Harris Doyle, Campbell, all Jack. the way down the field. And like I said, so it's gonna leave things open for your man Taylor. There's not a legitimate red zone passing option in my opinion. I know Michael Pittman will probably catch about ten of those, but the Colts are gonna score more than that, bro. And Jonathan Taylor behind a beastie offensive line. The beastiest. The beastiest, bro. He's going to eat, and he's going to score and lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns this year. That's my bold prediction.
Hey, I, I like that, but um, you don't. The only problem I have with that is the Marlon Mack. You don't. The, I, I would love that, Garbage. but next year, next year because there would. I I think uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to take over that job just like you do, but I think he's going to have more carries and more opportunity next year, not this year, because there's going to be a little uh, bit of timeshare. That's the Mack. only. Come Martin on, Mack is there. We won't see a return of the Mack. We will not see a return of the Mac with the Colts. We'll I, I think that offensive line might be might help him. Like you said, that the offensive it's line the is the best in the game. One of the but best. Mac, but Mac's been playing it's behind the that best. line and he can't hold up. And that's exactly Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I'm with you. And, I'm with and you. And Taylor can catch the ball too. Taylor, there, there, there is going to be pass. some timeshare. Don't you think there's going to be some timeshare? There's sure. going to be some timeshare. But okay. if you need a touchdown punched in, you're going to the best running back. The red zone. The red zone. Listen, yes. for I'm sure. not saying Jonathan Taylor's going to run, run up and down the field in between the motherfucking numbers. I'm he's saying, for, Frank. But 22 Frank. is a lot. Oh, let's look at Frank Wright. That's that, there's you said 22 because the record's uh 21 because he wants to go bold. Yes, I'm going oh, that's bold. Great. That's I'm great, that's great, that's a great bold 21 with LT. Let's go. And let's look at Frank Reich. Frank Reich historically LT who okay. Frank, first of all, Frank Reich is the head coach of the Colts. He's actually been with the Chargers. That's why Phillip Rivers actually chose to go there. Mind you, he's probably going to have, like, seven more children there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it has nothing, has nothing to do with my take. But listen, oh, he goddamn knows the system. It's not like he's played in – Philip Rivers has probably played in, like, eight different systems in his career. That's not a lot looking at the type of – the type career he's had, the length, right? This – and – I, I, if I remember correctly, Frank Reich was in the building when it was goddamn LT for one of those years. Mind you, that's why I'm asking someone to fact check me because I don't want to get, I don't want to get inaccurate on the bro. We'll run with it. We'll run with I don't it. Get my We're bros. all fucked up. We're all fucked up. It's I don't want to get my bro's card revoked. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead Doc. Doc. LT does have the rushing record, but it was 28, not 21. No, Ooh. no way. Ooh. Say okay, it again, Doc. Say it, it again, Doc. The Google line to me, 28 touchdowns. That's receiving LT. and that's receiving that's and rushing. 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 Yeah, r- rushing and receiving. Well, either way, he's like, hey, let's not, let's not forget what my take was, though. My take was that he's going to lead the NFL in rushing. In touchdowns, rushing. Touchdowns. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, I know. I, I'm just correcting sweetness because okay. he said that. about the number 28 right now. We're talking about rushing touchdowns, Doc. Can you check that? That's what it says, 28 rushing touchdowns in 2006. I'm not buying. I'm not buying. Nah, I don't know about 28. I think well, but you know, like, though, maybe we should have 23, I think it was. But he's the record holder, though. Yeah, the LT is the record holder. So we he should have uh, used ahead. him as a basis of comparison. Go ahead, sweetness. I'm going to fact check it while you go to the next one, Brody. I'm going to jump into my next bowl prediction, sweetness. I'm going to keep this real short and sweet, by the way, because there's not much to talk about. Tom Brady wins an MVP again, and he, wins, and he wins another Super Bowl MVP again. Ah, so, uh, so you mean he beats my Niners? Oh uh, man! In the I, NFC I, Championship, in the NFC Championship. I hope for your sake that it's it's not the Niners, but uh, it might be. 
don't know. In the NFC know. Championship. I don't think it'll I mean, be either, but he's, go he's, ahead. He's brother, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G can't keep up with his uh with his big brother, man. You know, he taught him everything he knows, but he didn't teach him everything he knows, if you know he what I mean. He didn't teach him shit. Yeah, exactly. If he would have taught him something, he would have teach I like that. I like that. But let's, let's take this shit to another level, man. Tom Brady, he's got all the pieces he needs right now. This team is this team is made, and they signed Tom Brady to win right now. Bruce Arians knows what the fuck he has in Tom Brady. Tom Brady comes into fucking, you know what I'm saying, Tampa Bay and turns it into Tampa Bay. He changes the whole dynamic of a locker room in every single phase, bro. The way he works, the way he uh, gets ready for everything. Tom Brady's going to change that whole culture, whether it just be this year. That's all that matters to me because my prediction is he wins the MVP. He wins the Super Bowl MVP. Talk about the weapons. Talk about the weapons. Oh, <laughs> we just start? No, for real, for real. Chris, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Go yeah, ahead. Chris, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans is going to thrive as well. A lot of people are – I don't know. I see a lot of people starting to fade Mike Evans, and I'm kind of looking at them sideways because that's, it's, that's fucked up. Mike Evans is talented as shit. Uh, Gronkowski coming back with them. You know what I'm saying? That offensive line, if it wasn't good, I don't give a shit. It's going to be great because now guess what? You got the GOAT behind you. I don't care who you are. You're going to pass guy. I don't give a shit who you are. If that's Tom Brady behind me, I'm, I'm giving up. I'm giving up everything. Ask, ask Jesus. Me. That, hey, that's ask me. Doc. Make sure you edit that shit the fuck out. Hold on. Ask me why I love Chris Godwin. Go ahead. Why? Kick that. Kick that. Because he has God and win in his name. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> that's a fucking reason. There's a reason why Tom Brady's important for that boy. Hey, sweetness. Sweetness. I got, I got a question, though. What's up? Tom Brady wins the MVP, and then he wins the Super Bowl MVP. Who does he – what team is in the Super Bowl against the Bucks? He's going to say the Raiders. The Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> you said the Raiders? The Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. Oh, yeah. that's – you know what? That's kind of that's, – that's really bold. I love that. Okay. Ravens versus Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. I mean, everybody's – you look at that matchup, you're like, that's fucking lit. You know, if you had like a little bit of like a lisp or like a dyslexia, you might have said Niners and Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do that. I can't do it. I Bogey, Bogey, you got the next one, bro. All right. Here we go. This one really means a lot to me. This is why I made, this is why I actually asked my man Smokey J to make this the third one because I love my man Nick Chubb. I'm a Nick Chubb truther, and I've only been correct since he's been in the league. I drafted him in my one dynasty league. I have him in my one keeper league. I've always been correct on him. Okay, let me get to my bold prediction. Nick Chubb. Matter of fact, I told Smokey, I was like, my bold prediction, Nick Chubb is going to be a top three running back. And he's like, Man, fuck that. Go number one. I said, you're fucking goddamn right. <laughs> Nick Chubb will be the leading rusher, the number one guy as far as running back in fantasy in 2020. Woo! He Woo! had 1494 on the ground in an offense with the mob boss hitman, Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> Putting a hit out on his own quarterback. Putting a hit out on his number one receiver, OBJ. This motherfucker didn't want them to win. 
<laughs> and oh, and goddamn Nick Chubb was able to put up 1494 on the ground. He was the leading rusher all the way until what's his name? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry starts continuing to put up these 200 my yard boy. outings. That's my boy. 200 yard outings. But guess what? He was working with a right tackle named Jack Conklin. And guess where Jack Conklin's yes, at now? Sir. He's with the Cleveland Browns. And then they drafted a motherfucker named Jedrick Wills. And this motherfucker, Wills, I might have fucked up his first name, but fuck it, we're going with it. <laughs> fuck Wills, Wills is an athletic motherfucker. To run the zone run scheme that they're going to run, which is essentially, all right, how about this? It's Kevin Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski is a product of Gary Kubiak. Gary Kubiak is a product of Mike Shanahan. We all know Kyle Shanahan, my, my Niners coach, is a running motherfucker. We're seeing the thumbprint make its presence all across the league. But, but you, you can go highly imitated and oftenly duplicated, whatever the saying is, right? But in this case, we look at Cook last year, right? You might even tell me he had Alexander Madison there. Or in this case with Nick Chubb, you might say, there's a motherfucker named Kareem Hunt there. He's going to steal fucking passing game, carries, whatever. They're going to run religiously. I looked at Alexander Madison's numbers in his 14 starts last season. He averaged 22 touches a game. And that was roughly about three and some change targets a game and 18 carries a game and some change. Bro, if you give that to Nick Chubb on an offense last year that was 19th overall in rush attempts, and you go to a, a, a head coach named Stefanski who was with the, the, the Vikings as a coordinator, and these motherfuckers were like top three in rush attempts. Bro, Nick Chubb is going to eat. With all those things I just shroomingly, drunkenly brought up. <laughs> the goddamn fact that all these assets on the line that didn't dressed up. And I'm not even afraid of Kareem Hunt. Matter of fact, I love that Kareem Hunt exists. Oh, yeah, how about this? Alexander Madison averaged about eight to ten touches a game last season. So give that to Kareem Hunt. I'm not mad. Maybe bump it up to 12. I'm not mad. That means Nick Chubb will be able to withstand the 16-game workload he's going to get. How about this? People are putting Josh Jacobs over Nick Chubb. I'm the crazy son bitch that will take Nick Chubb over Josh Jacobs in a 12-team redraft. You know why? Because ain't nobody going to spell Josh Jacobs. You better hope Josh Jacobs can withstand the workload he's going to get. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Nick Chubb is, and my man Smokey, when I, when I bounced this take off of him weeks ago, because I'm just on Nick Chubb. I got a Chubb for Chubb pause, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bruh, I will tell you this. Chubby. I love the fact that Kareem Hunt exists because that will preserve my Nick Chubb to be able to have his 18 carries a game. 
his two or f- to four targets a game or 3.2 and a half, whatever the fuck the math says, the fantasy math. Give me Nick Chubb. He has the potential to finish number one overall. I was going top three. Smokey J told me, go bold or go home. I said, let's go number one then. Oh, <laughs> let's do it, baby. Let's do it. And Juice and OG, OBJ up top taking the top off. They're going to run 12 personnel with Njoku and Hooper. Also threats in the past game. Let's go. Six-man boxes religiously. Woo! <laughs> Let's get it. Big facts, bro. Love I'm not mad at that. Uh, I like I like to hear it. I hope I hope it's true because uh, I know you know it's one thing that I heard though. I uh, heard they're using uh, Kareem Hunt is they're trying to put him as uh, his wide receiver three. So let's go. That helps. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Chubb. If he's out there, he'll be yep. on the field still. Yep. It's yep. not going to yep. take away from his snaps. What we want for our fantasy players, our fantasy assets, we want them on the field. If Kareem Hunt exists. As long as it's not removing my man, the chubby one, the chubby yeah. bastard. <laughs> as long as it doesn't remove him from the field, I'm all about that take. Yeah. I'm all about Stefanski saying that. I think the addition they made from the Titans offensive line was was dope, and that's going to be straight to uh, straight to Nick Chubb. And then the guy they got, Jedrick Wills, product of Alabama. Oh, shit, I said his name right. Yeah, he probably yes. Alabama. You know those boys in Alabama know how to block and get down. Oh yeah. So I mean, everything's the arrows point enough for Nick Chubb. I mean, you just sold me a little bit, so I'm not. Yeah, I'm not I like crazy. that. I like I that. Finished my running back rankings yet? I'm crazy, Bogey. Think twice. <laughs> I have a, uh, I have uh, Jacobs at seven and Chubb at eight. I'm gonna. Well, I have, I have I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch him. I'm gonna switch him now because of that. I love it. You heard it first. I already, Here I already loved. I, I already loved Stefanski and all that shit you said. But the way you sold it with Kareem Hunt is pretty much gonna keep Nick Chubb fresh. It's yes. not quantity. It's the quality of quality. And you just sold me on that shit a hundred percent. It's a great thing that Kareem Hunt is there. It is. And I have him in my dynasty league. Yes, and the only, the only thing that sucks though is like because I am stubborn enough that I'm gonna I'm gonna draft Nick Chubb in redraft and then or season long, whatever you want to call it, and then I'm gonna actively have to curb other better options in the fifth or sixth round and grab Hunt to secure me having an RB1 because. We all know how great Cream Hunt is in its entirety. You know in what I mean? redraft season long, if you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, this is a question for everybody. Guys, are you guys starting both of them? On the yeah, week? especially on bye weeks. Hell yeah. I think you could do it easily. I think they're both going to put up good fantasy numbers. And we only play PPR because uh, we're not Yeah, crazy. PPR. Yeah, no, no. good point. Good we're point. not crazy. Anybody who anybody who plays non PPR, please reconsider your life. <laughs> okay, our next bold prediction: we're going with our hometown Chicago Bears. Bear down, bear down. down, bear down, baby. Old Komet, he's gonna make the Pro Bowl this year. Ooh, um, I like it. He's, uh, I think, part of it's gonna be due to whoever's playing in the Super Bowl, the 49ers. George Kittle's gonna pass on the Pro Bowl, so. Cole Komet's oh, okay. next up on that Ooh, I, lo- I love that you put the Su- my Niners in the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, you can call me a kiss ass if you want. Kiss ass. I I didn't say Uh that. I didn't say that. But but I I will say, I hope you didn't jinx us because I don't even want to say that because I'd be jinxing my motherfuckers. Jinx jinx and a kiss ass. I hope I did. (laughs) Anyway, so (laughs) Bears haven't had a good tight end who can catch the ball in who knows how long. Greg Olson. Greg Olson, yep. Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't right utilize on. him, though. They had to trade it. They traded his Mark ass. Tennis. Oh, you're, you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mark Tressman, you piece Tressman. of shit. Trust the Tressman. motherfucker. Can we not? Let's not. Oh, I, I remember Tressman. Too many testicles. God. Okay. Ah! So, any, anyway, let's, let's move on from that. They now have somebody who's going to be capable. He's going to go out. He's going to make plays. And it's just. With Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller on the outside, he's going to take that center of the field, and he's going to have an extremely productive season. I love He's going to be a fantastic red zone target to look for him to catch touchdowns. Jimmy Graham, I love Jimmy Graham five years ago. I don't love Jimmy Graham anymore. I think Cole Komet is going to secure that number one tight end spot. Sock. Oh, man. Sock. You know, uh, come on, oh. Dr. Seuss. We, we 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 do know that uh what's his name that's over there now what's what's Buddy's name no the, the coordinator oh D Filippo D Filippo oh okay yes okay. he loves to run with twelve personnel so I, it fits his narrative love right. it I think it's, like it's I said it. I just think Cole Komet is gonna be a breath of fresh air for that tight end room and he's gonna have a great season so look for him in uh, the Pro Bowl wherever that's oh. gonna be played in front of no fans. In front of no oh, fans. Man. Really, Doc? You really got to throw that in there? Sorry. We should throw – you know what, though? His There's bold, no arguments. His bold prediction I like that. go I for like two it. years. Because <laughs> if it doesn't happen this year, I would agree with him again the next season. Just based on the fact that, like, rookie tight ends are, like, rare to, like, bust out. You know what I mean? Well, that's why it's a bold prediction this year. Yes. That, and and that Matt Nagy, Doug years. Peterson, uh, uh, Andy Reid offense, they all use their tight ends a lot. And yeah. John DiFilippo there too. Yeah. Yep. Dig it. Yep. And another part Jimmy Graham a lot. And I think he's a speedster and he's a big guy, hometown hero. He's going to yeah. come and he's going to Oh, he's, he's really from the shy? Yeah. I mean, he's from a suburb. Oh, yeah, you have the preference. Yeah, <laughs> like, he ain't from the from the from Chirac. He's from like Chicago. he's from the outskirts, but he he's there. He's there. Friend of the Love show. It. Friend of the show. Right. <laughs> All right, we're gonna jump into uh, my next uh, bold prediction. Cam Newton uh, gets signed to the Steelers, takes over Big Ben's job. Big Ben the rapist. Yes! I had a highlight. My guy just highlighted it. I had to read it out. You know? Big Ben hey, Rapist Burger. I work hard on these show sheets. I love, I love how you highlighted it for me. That was perfect cue right there. The Big rapist. Ben Rapist Burger is what I call yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He takes it when he wants it, you know. And uh, <laughs> Cam Newton's going to take it for him this year. Uh, the love man it. is working out. He's been a beat. He's been on the IG with Todd Gurley. He's been with my boy OBJ. He's showing. Let him know greatness. Yeah, uh, and he's with OBJ throwing the passes, man. Uh, he's putting on uh, the heat on even Baker Mayfield's ass. But at the same time, uh, I, I think he's gonna get signed 
to the Steelers. I think uh, Big Ben, he gets hurt every year. You don't want to get the, the white boy that got hit. And he got the Tommy John, too. Yeah, the Tommy John. Every time he goes, he tries to carry guys when he goes down, and uh, he's going to get hurt. Uh, I know uh, my boy uh, Cam Newton, he's sort of the same way. You can have that argument, but I think he's younger. He's a little bit better. He's, he looks stronger, more athletic, more in shape. I think Cam Newton, a lot of people are sleeping on him. And am I, if I'm New England, if I'm the Steelers, or if I'm the Chargers, I'm looking at this man. I hope it's not because his race. I hope it's because you can't get him in for a physical. But the man looks good. And I think he's going to take over whoever job he's going to sign with, man. Put it on hey, it, man. The renegade I love for that. Life. I love that greatness. <laughs> I will say, I will say. One of my honorable ones was because I've been I've been I've been beating this drum is that I feel like Cam New, the New England Patriots will look at Cam Newton. I'm with you too with that. Because can we remember together, right? Come on, bros, remember with me. Let's get it. Josh McDaniels as the head coach of the Denver Broncos, and he had the Jesus freak himself, Tim Tebow who's essentially a fullback who's a signal caller. You know what I mean? Yep. Right? Not the greatest passer. So Josh McDaniels in New England has a mobile QB playbook. Why wouldn't they look at Cam Newton? And they're just going to wait it out to get him even more cheaper. And check this out. Cam Newton is, uh, how about this, confident slash arrogant enough to be like i feel tom brady's shoes fuck tom brady you know what i mean he would be the guy that would be willing to step in there you don't think so you don't i got i I got another bold prediction i got one more bold prediction if you guys ask me i'm gonna roll with you bogart on that one they get cam newton let's say uh new england gets cam newton do you see them trying to trade for old dog beckham or a kareem hunt on that over no well if they trade for kareem hunt it would be a second round but you know what, you, you might be right. That's what they're asking for. Because they always, yeah, because Kareem Hunt carries a second round tender. You're yeah. right. And, you know, they, the New England Patriots, they always just get rid of their first and second round. So you're right. Sony oh, Michelle, Michelle just had surgery as well. I love Damian Harris, though. Yeah, Damian Harris, he didn't play last year, but yeah, he, I, I, I love him. He's drafted as, high. I love him as a reckless ass like pick. You know what I mean? Like, in, in, in my last. My last pick in fantasy, you know what I mean? Hell, yeah. I feel you. Go ahead, Smoking Jay, with the next one. All right. My my last one is Aaron Rodgers. He's going to have a fallout with Coach Matt LaFleur. So the Packers organization and Matt LaFleur, they're going to go against Aaron Rodgers. He's going to get pissed off. He's pretty much going to quit on a team or he demand a trade. Bear down, baby. I believe that's going to happen simply because – Look, we already seen it, what happened in the draft. They, they traded up to get a quarterback. You don't do that. That's a total disrespect to Aaron Rodgers. On top of that, they didn't even give him any weapons. They've been disrespecting him for years. Exactly. And Matt LaFleur, he's trying to stick it to him, man. He's drafted another running back plus a quarterback. He's going to use those. He was going to use that running back, piss off Aaron Jones on top of that. It's just going to – it's total dysfunction in Green Bay right now. It's a lot of problems going on over there behind the scenes. I think it's going to come out. We're going to see it probably in prime time or one of these games or him, Rogers, the fuck down. and he's going to motherfucking audible another play. Look at Matt LaFleur and smile after he scores a touchdown off it. 
there's gonna be a big feud. I'm telling you guys right now. Oh my god. Fucking league. Goes to the I don't know where he's gonna go. Maybe the Patriots for all we fucking know. No, fuck that. My Niners. Your Niners, Jimmy G, the, the handsome one, right? Yeah, he, uh, he listen, listen. Game. I would That's go stop. I would go it. from the handsome <laughs> one. I would go from the handsome one to the biggest eyeballs in the game. Have you guys ever seen Aaron Rodgers? You know what Aaron Rodgers is so good at To the most relaxed, to the most relaxed the in the game. The biggest eyeballs in the game. The biggest shroomer in the game. Yes, yes. <laughs> he definitely does mushrooms. Well, he that's has the most gigantic my, eyeballs. My boy, go hard, go hard. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, but I mean, is that is it? Does it sound too crazy? I mean, No, I, it's not. I love it. Okay. I, I hope it happens. As a Bears fan, let's see some total dysfunction up north. But you know yeah. what? It's not so far fetched because, like uh, Smoking Jay said, they they drafted a quarterback, they drafted a running back. What happens to the tight end wide receiver spot where you need that help? Even Thank the you. lineman spot, even the hey, defense. Y'all, y'all don't think you don't exactly. think the Packers? It, it's kind of ridiculous what they did in the draft. It is a smack to disrespectful. The face, a Hall of Fame. You don't, you don't think Rogers. they'll put Jordan Love? You don't think they'll put Jordan Love in the line? I think they'll they'll try to. <laughs> <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers had a great year last year. What he had, 28 and 6, 28 and 8, something like that. He had a great year last year. It's not year. Aaron Rodgers, though. It's normal. It, it's, it's, it's Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, but it went 13 and 3. You cannot fight too much of that, but I, uh, I understand it. I want to see it. I want to see it. Can we look at Aaron Can we look at the schedule? You go, you go 13 and 3. Pull and up the schedule. Let's see it. I'm saying you go 13 I want to and 3. Look and at the schedule from last year. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, from, from last year? Pull yeah, it up and go bro. ahead. Go ahead, sweetness. Uh, talk I'm while we put you go it up. 13 and 3 with uh, a Hall of Fame quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, and you're still sitting there disrespecting his life. We say fuck the Packers all day, but I show respect to a great quarterback because we don't even for know sure. in Chicago. Yes, so, uh, yeah, mad love to uh, Aaron Rodgers for being an A1 quarterback, but the I'll, Packers, I'll, Packers ain't fucking with you, kid. I want to tell you. The so he, he, he takes really, a dip next year? Uh, sweetness, no, no. he takes a dip? I, I want y'all to look at, why don't you want to the schedule from last season? They were fool's gold. They were. They were. They were we fool's gold. They were. I, I'm with you on that. Their defense. You want, you want me to go with the schedule? I got it right here. Yeah, okay. Ahead, week one, week one against the Bears. Week one against the Bears. I remember this. Week ten to three. Ten to three. That was won. a win. We should have won that one. Okay, but right. But guess what? Guess what? They didn't put none of their starters practice in preseason for the Bears. Remember exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah. So they were all. This was their a lot of rust. A lot of rust. A lot of rust. Then, like, then, then you had. Then you had. Home opener versus the Vikings. That was another win, 21-16. Yeah, but it was a struggle. Let me let me let me rapid fire this. Then yes. versus Denver 27-16, another win. They lost to the Blacko or 27. They beat the Cowboys 34-24. They beat Yep, that was a thriller. Go ahead. They beat the Lions 23-22. Yep, that was a Monday night where a call, a fucking a call on the referees. A certain call could have changed the game. Go ahead. Then against the Raiders, they won 20. That's the one game. 22 to 24. That was the Darren one game. Waller, Darren Waller was going off that game. But Darren that was Waller the one game we seen Aaron Rodgers beat Aaron Rodgers. That was the one game. Then you had on the road versus KC, 31 to 24. No Patrick Mahomes. I was just about no to say that. No yep. Patrick Mahomes. Yep, yep. 
and they they still almost lost. Exactly. Then on the road versus the Chargers, they lost eleven to trash. The trash. Weren't the Chargers trash last year? Yo, Continue. Very much. Very much so. Continue. Then. Then they beat the Panthers 24 to 16. Oh my god, and it was a thriller. The Panthers almost came back. Continue. Kyle yeah. Allen even. Then you had a matchup versus the Niners where they got spanked. They got Oh spanked. yeah, yes. We don't need to elaborate. 37 and 8. But then they won their next five. They beat the Giants, they beat the Redskins, they beat the Bears, Vikings, and the Lions. Does that say a lot? I'm I'm not trying to clown on your Bears, but come on. There, there were those were all scrubs towards the end of the year. We know that. Continue. That's it. I mean, that was pretty much it. Those were the last. You see? Fool's gold. And now they'll be a division winner. Bro. Honestly. Matt, Matt LaFleur is going to fucking bump so much heads with Aaron Rodgers, bro. Oh, yeah. They're going to bump heads. I just feel like when, the, when you talk about the Packers and their record last year and all these games that they slightly won, I mean, at the end of the day, a dub's a dub. And you're in the NFL, I don't give a fuck. Yes, but, I mean, come on, you just... But it proves his point that they were playing, like, these lower-caliber teams. Oh, for sure. Yes. But there's... But we said it one too many times. I feel like... I'm a Bears fan. Fuck the Packers. But we said it one fuck too many, We said it one too many times during that whole caption. Oh, damn, these motherfuckers almost came back. Look, man, at the end of the day, you got to do what the fuck you got to do to win games. 13-3 and three is the record. Okay? That's, that's final. Even that 13 and 3, it oh, wasn't yeah. enough. You know what I mean? Because guess what they did in the in the offseason? Nothing. We everybody knows the game script is out on that defense. What they should have done was fire Mike Penton at defensive coordinator because they're not stopping no kind of run. Yo, David Montgomery, I'm starting him in every DFS league. How about this? Monkey Knife Fight, give, give, give us money, right? Shout give out Monkey money. Knife Fight. Shout, Shout out to Fornicator. I, I just got an phone. email today. Sponsorship, yes. baby. Let's get it. Bear Bro, down. in Daily Fantasy, every time the Bears play the, the, the Packers, we're starting David Montgomery, my man, Monty Burns. So we're going we're gonna to take it here, just like we said, fuck the Packers. Fuck the Detroit. Let's get it, sweetness. Fuck the Detroit. It's the last one, last one. Yep. Bear down, baby. That's Bear the right. fuck down. Bear down. Fuck, fuck the Packers, fuck the Vikings, and fuck the Lions, especially. My bold yeah. prediction, my bold prediction, my last one, is that the Lions will become the first team in NFL history to go 0-16 twice in franchise history. Yes. Uh, fuck ah! it, Detroit. Two times. Two times. <laughs> We're going two times, two times. That makes me love Kenny Galladay even more. Yeah, yes. we're going time, script, crazy. We're going dumb. Honestly, if you look at their schedule, I looked at it so many times. I love them. And another There's one. only two games that these motherfuckers could possibly <laughs> win. And I don't give it I don't <laughs> give a shit. The Matt Patricia's gonna be out the fucking door in like a year or two, just like every other fucking Detroit. Isn't that your boy? Matt Patricia? No, he just played for my boy. Okay. Oh, so check okay. it. <laughs> Take it, bro. Every coach that coaches for Detroit, they get fired in like a year or two. Nobody's ever relevant there. Their team sucks. Their schedule sucks. Matt Stafford, he's a fucking back injury away from dying, smoking. Oh, shit. He really is, bro. Fantasy-wise, my bad. No disrespect to Matt. Nah, I worry about him dying, bro. Georgia Bulldogs, Matthew Stafford. He's a real poised dude. But your body can only take so much, man. Let's just keep it 100. 
I'm hoping for the Lions to go 0-16. Bro, let's not lie, bro. He might die, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he might really go. He might die, though. <laughs> Yo, Yo, he might die. If it's hey, not the COVID, it's a AC. Uh, hey, take labor, it down. Huh? Jot it down. Put it in the motherfucking bank. Detroit Lions 0-16. Detroit sucks. Yeah, they definitely do. Do you have the schedule, Brody, or no? Pop that schedule. I think I, got, I think I looked at it again, and I, I still have them going on 16. Do we need the schedule? <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to see it. I want to discuss the yeah, schedule. Yeah, so, the, I mean, we could open up with the Bears at the Lions. That's yeah, game one. Yeah, that's the first game. Obviously. We got to rapidify this. I mean, you might as well put it up on the screen if you yeah, can, right. because I'd rather do that besides just spitting them off the top. Yeah, there's only, like, two games that I'm even looking at and thinking, like, bro, these guys are going to maybe win those games. Yeah, I just I just wanted to screenplay it. Would you okay. say Arizona? I love that screenplay. That's a good term. Where yeah, you... Chicago, uh, Green Bay, and Arizona. That's the first three. Yeah, zero and three. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> at what point? At what point do you start saying, "Yo, sweetness, you wanted some shit, man." Hey, sweetness, you wanted some. <laughs> hey, I almost want to like bet this. We're working. Oh, we could probably bet this on MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Oh, yeah. Give us money. Yes. So I'm going to go, yeah, Chicago, W, Green Bay, they they lose again. Cardinals is going to tap that ass. The Saints, now the Lions are sitting at 0-4 on a bye week. They okay. come That's back. another loss. They come back just to go to the fucking heat of Jacksonville and get stomped the fuck out. By yeah, well, man, against you. Against you, baby. Against you. They can't fucking score with anybody much less like a fucking Atlanta offense, Indianapolis, I feel, is already going to be hot mm. at this point. I mean, if you guys are looking at this schedule with me. Oh, my God, bro. The Redskins. The Redskins. Damn. Out. The Damn. Redskins. Okay, yeah, they, that, they'll beat the yeah, Redskins. I, I did that, mention, you know what, though? I mentioned there were two games that I, I, would, that I thought about. The Redskins One might the beat them. Was the Redskins and the other game was the Jaguars. Other than that, this whole shit is 0 and 16. Yo, this is this has a chance. I'm with you. I'm with you with that. Dude, I can't disagree. The Redskins are the only one that I see, to be honest. This has a chance. Even the Jags, like I'm gonna throw the Panthers out there a low key. The Panthers might they, they might. Dude, I, I I think the Panthers might surprise us all in general. They got a nice offense, Matt Rule. It's their defense. Yeah, their defense. bro. Like. He's they bringing everybody, everybody on defense. Everybody's okay. As much as as much as we're seeing the goddamn um Shanahan's thumbprint, like the zone run scheme, we're gonna see the air raid everywhere. We're already seeing it with Arizona. Uh, uh, Andy Reid has already been implicating it because because Patrick Mahomes came from he, that. Troy's gonna run though. They're trying to take the rock out of out of Stafford's hand. He's injury-prone, like they said earlier. They're going to try to run with uh, De- uh, DeAndre Swift, I think it is, and carry on yeah. Johnson. Yep. So, All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap we, it we up. Got, we're running out of time here, man. We don't want to keep our guy bogey. You know what? We're, we're going we're gonna to jump on after hours after this shit. Oh, right? we're going. I'm, I'm, I'm with y'all. I'm, I'm shrooming to the max. Let's yeah. get it. Let's so, go. Yes, once again, once again, hey, this is our guy, the extension of the bros. Bogey. Out of bros. In the GM. I am a bro. I'm so happy to be a bro. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Bogey, bro. let them know one last time where they can find you. Just, just subscribe to the GMM network on YouTube and you'll find everything else. 
Yes, hey. sir. And do shrooms while you find them, baby. Yeah, we're yes. going to put the link in the descriptions and everything, too. Appreciate you guys tuning in again to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. Make sure to leave us any comments. Uh, subscribe. Bros. Follow us. Give us that five-star rating. If you guys really, really rock with us, please leave that for us. It only helps us grow and continue giving you guys that fire that you guys need in your life. Shout out to the fornicator getting that monkey money. Oh yeah, Hell yeah, bro. bear the fuck down, and I could never do it without the people. Bro, I, I see Shout you, out bro. the bros too, and everybody that I got love too. The fornicator, I see, bro, you fucking the game up. Let's get it. We fucking it up together. Catch us on the next one. Peace out, everybody.